the crew all season long on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings. Now live from American Family Field, here's your host, Dominic Catronio. Oh, what a rally there at the end. Gosh, that would have been an amazing, amazing cap to a really exciting game here at the ballpark. Blake Perkins falls with a strikeout on an 11-pitch battle. Seven consecutive two-strike foul balls. It all started with an Andrew Monasterio 0-2 count and two outs. He worked the walk. Bryce Terrain worked the walk. They got the winning run at the plate. Perkins made him work, but Kirby Yates drops only his ninth slider all season. Again, ninth slider all season. It's not on the scouting report when you throw it that little. Gets Perkins looking on a painted slider. Brewers fall in this one by a final of 6-4. to four. I'm Dominic Catronio. Jeff Cirillo is with us here tonight. First and foremost, before we actually break down the game, that ninth inning, uh, the, the the baby brewers, if you will, with uh, Monasterio working a heck of an at-bat, then Terang staying patient for the walk, knowing just get on base, good things can happen, and Perkins, man, he nearly had a double down the line that could have tied the game, but uh, I tip my cap to those guys, and I tip my cap to Kirby Yates there for having the guts to throw the slider to finish the game. Yeah, I, I would say that too. I mean, just you just love the fact that the, the baby brewers, like you call them, and Monastery just seems like he's been involved with everything, just getting getting the machine started with Trent getting on there, and, and Perkins just fighting. I mean, just fighting every pitch, and he had to go to his third pitch. He did to get up, get the strikeout. He, he was just a really effective night, and the Brewers, you know, saw the splitter early, and he was effective, and Brewers could not solve it. Uh, and then they started laying off the splitter, and Kirby had no answer for it until the very end. But that's not the real story of the game. The story of the game today is that, once again, Freddie Peralta was a little bit off uh, as he went five innings, six hits, six runs, three walks, five strikeouts, also allowed two home runs on a 3-2 fastball to Orlando Arcia, and then also an opposite field home run by Austin Riley. Uh, This is a, a... an unfortunate trend right now for Freddie in that when he's a little bit off, he becomes a lot more off very quickly. The big inning swells up on him. He had been keeping that under control as of late, but tonight he he let a couple of innings get away from him, specifically that second and third innings when the Brewers had given him a lead. What, what did you see from Freddie tonight that had him a little bit off? Same thing, right? He just falls behind and counts. And, and it's one of those ones that's like, this guy, I, I feel like, and I play with a ton of guys like this, you know, it's almost like their comfort level is when they're maybe down by a run. I'm going to keep you in there. I'm going to fight. Uh, and again, it's just a big inning. And uh, Peralta was, was, you know, snake bit by the home run. A little bit of command with the three walks. Uh, you know, stuff is still there. But again, it's just one of those guys. It's just, um, you know, especially when the Brewers put the three spot on him. And uh, and just just wasn't able to just take them out and just kind of like, all right, we're going to announce this. And, and like the first inning was just a, just a great inning with two unbelievable plays by Caratini at first base. And then it come out and just, just hammer the pitcher, you know, in that first inning. And Michael Soroka, he made the adjustment back to give him a little bit of credit when the Brewers scored two in the bottom of the first inning, back-to-back doubles to start it uh, from Yelich and Contreras, RBI single from Jesse Winker later in that frame. But then Soroka adjusted back. The Brewers kind of got out of their mojo. A lot of first-pitch swings against Soroka, a lot of balls in play, a lot of ground balls, too, against Soroka, all the while the Braves were sticking to their game plan of 
attacking early. They don't chase. In fact, of all the breaking balls that Freddie Peralta threw that were outside of the zone today, there were only two swings at breaking balls outside of the zone against Freddie Peralta today, and they made contact with both of them. I mean, that's sticking to a game plan right there, knowing Freddie sticks to uh, you know trying to get chase. He threw a total of 16 breaking balls out of the zone. He only induced swings on them twice. And I tip my cap to the Braves. They found their plan, and they neutralized Freddie because of it. Yeah, it's one of those ones, I mean, when, when you go through a scouting report, when you got a guy like Peralta and he, and he feasts on hitters to chase, right? He, he wants those guys to bite on that slider out of the zone or purple out of the zone. And But it, unless the pitcher establishes early strikes and gets those hitters into swing mode, they have the ability to kind of keyhole him on the breaking ball and force them back into the zone. And the other frustrating, too, for Freddie is that his two leadoff walks both came around to bite him. Right, So you had the leadoff walk in the second, even after throwing a first-pitch strike to Matt Olson. Uh, he ends up going first to third on the bloop single by Murphy. Scores on the sack fly. You're thinking, okay, he can still get out of this inning without further damage than that. And then gets ahead of Arcia, 0-2 with two outs. Then works it to a full count 3-2 because, again, they're not chasing. And, Jeff, we've seen Orlando Arcia in a Brewers uniform see an elevated fastball that he he has never seen an elevated fastball he doesn't like that's in the zone. And he absolutely punishes another one to left field for a two-run homer, and that instantly erases the lead, and the Brewers would not get the lead back. I thought, for me, and we'll get to this later, that at-bat, that sequence against Arcia was really the moment of the game. I would agree with you, but you got to remember, like, the scouting report for Peralta, and but, but there's two scouting reports, right? There's the strength of the hitter, and then there's the strength of the pitcher. Arcia handles fastballs up in the zone. doesn't matter what the velocity is. But Peralta, he's gotten tons of swing and misses on that pitch. So what do you go? You go away from what your strength is and get him out with a different pitch? Or do you go to your strength? And unfortunately, in that situation, Arcia beat him to that spot. And then in the, uh, in the third inning, like you said a moment ago, Jeff, he, a four-pitch leadoff walk to Ozzie Albies, and then he falls behind 2-0 to Austin Riley, who hits an opposite field home run and, and you blink and it's suddenly six Derek's it's suddenly five to two and the Brewers offense not doing anything and uh, Freddie just you know from that after that home run he really made an adjustment back and yeah a run scored in the fifth inning and part of it was his own doing but he, he clicked into gear again when he's on he can be a dangerous pitcher but we've seen him be inconsistent at the start of this season the velo is there but just a little bit off against a team like the Atlanta Braves, and you are suddenly chasing against a team of that of that quality. Yeah, I, I just think that, honestly, um, he's one of those guys, and I play with a million of these guys that have great stuff. It, it almost feels like their, their comfort zone is when it's a really tight game, you know, maybe down by a run or a tight game. That guy's going to keep you in the game. It's unfortunately when they get the lead that they're not able to put their, their foot on that throttle and put down, you know, especially after that first inning, right? I mean, the Brewers just came out after a good first inning with two great defensive plays. They scored two runs, and they're just ambushing the Braves, kind of hitting them right there on a Friday night. And then, unfortunately, Peralta wasn't able to, you know, put down that shutdown inning, I think they call it in the business. Yep. It's a really odd stretch right now for Freddie, but they will need him. Only him and Corbin Burns have not missed a start this year uh, and would love to see the sharp, effective Freddie. He'll get another start 
uh, pretty soon here against these Braves uh, next week. So get ready for it. It's you're going to see Freddie once again. Uh, we'll get to a, a quick break and a couple of texts here. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. Josh in Milwaukee. The Brewers showed some good fight tonight, but the Braves are the best in the NL for a reason. Freddie had a tremendous first inning, and then the wheels falling off. Well, we just talked about what went wrong falling behind in that one. A lot of talk about trying to get some hitters. Uh, a good text here from the 262. I know people are going to cry because we lost, but that was a great game. Prove that even with all the injuries and underperforming players, they can stick with the best of them till the very end. And we'll talk a little bit about the offense coming up next, and that can lead us to our next point. But first, I want to remind you that Brewers Extra Innings is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank. With a local Milwaukee team, Fifth Third Bank also knows how to hit it out of the park. They've been serving businesses in the area for nearly 15 years, offering industry-specific expertise and local decision-making capabilities that's going to help your business succeed. This is commercial banking value that only Fifth Third can deliver. Fifth Third Bank, National Association, member FDIC. More with Jeff and your texts and calls, 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. More to come on WTMJ. Welcome back to Brewers Extra Innings. Welcome back. I'm Dom Catronio. You know, it's a little easier when there's a winner to crown the player of the game. It's brought to you by the Salvation Army of Milwaukee. I'm just going to go with a unit here, just keeping it on the Brewers' side of things. My player of the game has to be the, the Brewers' bullpen, once again continuing their scoreless streak. They're up to 24 and two-thirds innings. And specifically, I mean, Bryce Wilson, a little bit of a revenge game for him going against the Braves, the team that originally drafted him. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, part of the game has got to be Bryce Wilson. Three innings gives him a chance, and then he goes the one inning. I mean, yeah, one inning. So four innings shut down to get you back into the game. We've talked about this many times. You know, you pitch your winning pitching when you're winning. You pitch your losing pitch when you're losing. But you need that those guys. I mean, the Brewers have so many luxuries down in the bullpen. But just it's going to serve them well. It served them well already for the full season. It's just keeping them in those baseball games when they're down to give them a chance in the late innings. The player of the game is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Brewers fans, every day the Salvation Army provides shelter, meals, and support to those in need. Your donations make a difference. Visit samilwaukee.org to get help today. Uh, looking at the offensive output today, Jeff, uh, as we're here with Jeff Cirillo here, we're with you till the top of the hour tonight, a little bit of a shorter show this evening. Looking at the offense in total, it's not that pretty, but it really wasn't awful they got traffic but then they would ground into a double play they had two very poorly timed inning inning double plays uh Yelich grounded into one in the fifth Tapia grounded into one in the seventh as a pinch hitter but aside from those two innings it was all the the big first the two run homer from Willie and then the little rally in the ninth the Brewers got runners but once again we've, we've seen this movie before not getting the hit yeah, I mean, it's one of those points. I mean, I think that what we talked about in, in 162, Dom is like, you know, when the Brewers score or give up less than four runs, they win the game. And tonight was one of those ones, but it's a Craig Council-type team, right? Even though they're down by two runs with two outs, they're still able to string together two runners to get themselves with the winning run at the plate in the ninth inning. And they still drew a ton of walks tonight. I mean, they, they got five walks tonight. Yeah, they struck out ten times. Not great there. And two of them there at the end. And this Braves bullpen, 
is their weak link right now. And you saw it tonight. Rysel Iglesias had to have the day off. They went to Kirby Yates, who pitched yesterday. He looked like a guy who pitched yesterday. He had a little bit of struggle with command, but the Brewers had opportunities to get to Soroka, and they didn't cash in. But the first inning shows you, I mean, it's in there. Yelich and Contreras hitting rockets to left center and dead center field. There is energy in his ballpark. You punch back against the team that always punches first, but the Braves reminded you who they were in the uh, top of the second inning real quick. But it's a team that, in my opinion, thrives when they're working counts, and they get into, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean they're getting count leverage all the time, but they're making pitchers work, making them work longer than usual. He only threw six innings. He only threw 86 pitches for Soroka. He probably could have gone longer, but... He is coming back from injury. I thought the Brewers in those middle innings, like two, three, and four, started swinging early in counts. A lot of quick frames in there. Did you see that as well? Yeah, my, I did. Uh, but here's the thing that I mean, every team in baseball, even the Braves, right? You said they're bullpen has some injuries right now. It's a little bit of, a, of their weakness. But then you saw the strength of the Brewers, whether would it be in their bullpen, right? Just being able to go to, it doesn't matter who council goes to down there. You know, this confidence that they're going to throw up zeros and they're throwing up zeros. But that, unfortunately, the, the Brewers sometimes when they get down in those games, they, they, you know, Adamas got the home run tonight, but the ability to come back in those games with three and home just have enough firepower. But that doesn't seem to be what the Brewers, um, what their blueprint is this year. Yeah, only William Contreras had a multi-hit game. Stop me if you've heard that before. That's now his ninth multi-hit game this month in 14 games. That's pretty ridiculous there, including that RBI double. I'm sure Yelich would have traded the the double he had in the first, a hustle double, mind you, for getting the job done with runners on first and second in the fifth inning. That was a really big opportunity for the crew. But good on Willie there in in the sixth. Uh, He was one for four with two strikeouts tonight, but he had the home run there in the sixth inning. And it gave the Brewers an opportunity for those final three frames. And they got a runner on in the seventh, grounded into a double play. And they got the two runners on with two outs in the ninth, and then ultimately struck out with Blake Perkins. It's in there, and I agree with the texture from earlier. The Brewers, they didn't play that bad, but they also didn't play great. It's just like it's one of those things that you were in line, you were step for step, a couple steps behind, but you were step for step of the Braves today, the best team in the NL. This isn't as big of a gap as maybe some folks would have thought at the start of this series. No, I don't think so at all. I mean, you saw the firepower of the Braves, right? They have a great, great offense, they have good starting pitching, and they're a battle-tested world championship type caliber team, but the Braves right there, you know, not blow for blow, and just, I thought it was a huge hit by Adamas to get them back in there, a full crowd. It was a great Looked like a great night at the ballpark to bring him into that 6 4 deficit where they give him a chance and he knows that the bullpen. I mean, if I'm playing with the Brewers right now and I'm, I'm a position player, I just know that, that when we have the lead, our bullpen is airtight. And even if we're down in the game and we're losing early, I still feel like anyone that comes out of that bullpen is going to hold them there and give us a chance to win the game. He, they certainly have been incredible as of late. Uh, real quick, how about Victor Caratini? Getting started at first base today, and of course, the first two plays of the game are a, a great dig on a bad throw from Willie, and then a great sliding stop to his right. Vic showing, hey, I, I came up as an infielder and learned to be a catcher, and uh, he's proven it here uh, tonight. Had a good game. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point you just made. It just, it just shows how, how athletic he really is. Sometimes you just see him from behind the plate, but... But like you said, he came up as an infielder. It was an infielder in the minor leagues. But but he has mobility. And just like his first game, and he saved Adamas' big. And on that first throw, right, kind of short arm, and that was a tough pick. 
and he ranges far to his right and, and dives and gives a nice feed. And then the Brewers just come out and attack and score two runs like right away. And you're like, okay, here we go. This is a team that we've been watching for the last two weeks. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, like, I mean, not to not to harp on a on Peralta to start, but it was one of those ones you felt like if he would have just shut down in those two, three innings, right, and just the Brewers would have just kept adding on and adding on, that I think that, that would have been a, a difference in this ballgame for sure. Yeah, it was the, the big pitch to Arcia. We can get into the difference-making moment coming up in our next segment. In case you were wondering, Victor Caratini originally was in the minor leagues in the Braves organization as a third baseman, and then he started switching to catching in 2014. Uh, a couple of texts about trying to acquire some bats. Of course, this team is going to be listening to that. We're about 10 days away, 11 days away from the trade deadline. Uh, Jerry and Bayview, before the deadline, the need two hitters. Hey, if Goldschmidt is available... Could take him to the World Series. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that, but that would be a pretty penny for the trade within the division. And then, do you really want to trade one of your prospects to the Cardinals, who you're going to see for the next few years? Uh, and then another text: Hey, go get Andrew McCutcheon, bring him back, or CJ Crone. I don't mind either one of those picks as well. We'll get to our difference-making moment and talk a little bit about this homestand and what the other next weekend looks like too, because this is a, a very important nine-game stretch for the crew. More with Jeff coming up after this on WTMJ. Welcome back to Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers fall tonight 6-4, 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. I'm Dom Catronio with Jeff Cirillo. It's time for our difference-making moment. It's brought to you by Annex Wealth Management. Investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Forget commission sales pitches and financial products you don't actually need. Know the difference. Annex provides elite, comprehensive financial planning customized to who you are and what you need. AnnexWealth.com. Jeff, 6-4 game. Well, there's a few to pick from, but what was your difference-making moment? Well, I, I, I have two, actually. The, the one is the, the lack of the shutdown inning in the second inning where, where Peralta could have come out there and really established the game with the Brewers up 2 nothing, already riding kind of a hot streak coming out of Philadelphia. Um, but I'm going to go, actually, with um, the catcher Murphy getting Winker at second base on the ball. The overthrow by Harris where he, where he uh, blew past the cutoff man, the first baseman, and he airmailed it to the catcher. And Murphy coming out and Winker... Uh, getting tagged out at second base on that throw because I think that they had Soroka, they really had him on the ropes, and uh, and now that he's able to kind of flush it and regroup with it with an empty base and two outs. Yeah, it was a smart play because as the throw came in, missing the cutoff, and Olsen, you know, rewatching it now, Winker made the good read on that, seeing that throw come all the way in, and Murphy was calling out that A's connection as Olsen came flying in and threw that ball to second base. I thought Winker made a great read on that. It was just a better play on the other side. And it would have been nice to have a man in scoring position still for Victor Caratini with only one out, but they were still happy with two runs, but could have been worth a good pick. I'm going to go pretty simple here. Fifth inning, Yelich is up. The Brewers are trailing at this point. They're down 6-2 to two at this point. And, you know, one swing would have made it a one-run game, of course. I'm not asking Yelly to hit a homer, but I'm certainly not asking him to ground into a 4-6-3 double play on the first pitch the third time through the order. I thought that was a huge moment. It really sucked the air out of the stadium, too, because here's the guy that's been so good as of late, and he still was one for four tonight. He lined down his last at-bat, too, but I thought that moment was like, oh, man, that was huge. And then I've already mentioned it, too, the fact that you were ahead 0-2 with two outs on 
uh, Orlando Arcia, you fell down to a 3-2 count against him and then left the middle fastball, and he drilled it out to left field for that one to uh, hit the three run or two run home run to give them the lead. So those are my two picks for this difference making moment. But it, it, again, like we said again uh, a moment ago, no one no one said this was going to be easy, Rillo. I mean, this is the best team in the National League for a reason, and that's why you play series and not singular games. They got another chance at it tomorrow, and I think you can sleep okay. And I'm not saying you're going to fall asleep immediately. Be like, ah, maybe that pitch was different. Maybe I made a different route there. You know, you can go to bed. They were in this game. They truly were in this game. Yeah, that's the thing that's great about baseball is that you can kind of dive into the numbers, these little plays that happen. You know, the double play, obviously, will get the fans like, oh, Yelich, and like you said, it takes the air out of the out of the balloon. But, you know, some of those small little subtle plays, like Winker not getting, I mean, I just know being in that situation as a pitcher, you're just like, oh, my gosh, these guys are ambushing me. None of my stuff is working. Okay. I give up a run right there, but at least I got two outs, nobody on. Okay, let's just start fresh, right? If he makes it to second base, now the pressure's on, right? I got a guy at second base. Now it's like turning into, you know, then the Braves might have to get someone up in the bullpen. Just all those things that kind of come into play. And just those shutdown innings, right? Especially when teams are on the road, you know, when you when you get two and you hit them, hit them in the face with two runs, and then you put up a zero, and then you come right back to the plate, and then here we go again. So it's, it's weird. Like the, the double play is a big play, but there's smaller plays earlier in the game that, that, that definitely make a difference in those outcomes. And I look at this week, you know, this weekend and next weekend, right? You get six games against the Braves and you got three more against the Reds. The last three games head to head with Cincinnati Monday through Wednesday. First of all, I think the Brewers are very happy that they've already locked up the season series with the Reds. So, I'm not saying like they're not going to take Monday through Wednesday seriously because they're going to, but not having the pressure of having to win a season series on that in between facing the best team in maybe baseball is certainly helpful. But we've circled this stretch on the calendar for the last month and a half of we are going to find out what the Brewers are made of. Have they shown you anything that you didn't know about them, or have they surprised you in any way as we approach the trade deadline? The Brewers are still in first place by a game and a half as the Reds won and the Brewers lost tonight. What, what, is this hard stretch is a one week away from being over. What's jumped out to you from the crew? Well, if you just turn the clock back to like May and June, right? Yelich was kind of doing what he is. He's having a better season than the season before. But then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you have your, your all-star MVP-like franchise-type player that's playing, you know, to where he should be playing. Now you have your ace pitcher back, and Corbin Burns is doing what Corbin Burns does. I think we talked about it the other day. I'm like, no, I think that, that Burns is going to – I think that he, he's flipped the switch. And I always say that those great players, they always find a way to get to their numbers. Um, you know, and then now the bullpen has just gotten airtight, especially in the 7-8-9 with Pagero, Piamps, and Williams. Uh, so it's, it's one of those things that, that this team – you know, you asked before, it's like, boy, they're just mixing and matching and they're, you know, they're throwing guys in there and just trying to somehow come up with runs and somehow, some way they're staying above 500. To me now, they, they look like a team that's, that's, that's a legit contender, especially for the NL Central. And, you know, Burns being that number one, they have a, they have a good chance in the playoffs as well. And also, Brandon Woodruff starting his rehab assignment tomorrow. Throw two innings with the uh, High A Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. So that process is getting going. Uh, Aaron Ashby could be back at some point this year. Wade Miley's still around the team. They're still hoping this to be a small break for him. 
There's still a lot to like, and you can win a game tomorrow, and then who knows what could happen in a rubber game on Sunday against the Braves. Then those Reds come to town, and you'll have an opportunity to take one more series from them and further distance yourself in this central race. But in my opinion, at this point, the central is a two-horse race, and I know the Cardinals have been playing well. They lost to the Cubs today, but the Cubs are, I think, a little too far back right now, and it would take a collapse, which no one ever plans for. It would take a collapse from either the Reds or the Brewers to bring one of those teams back into the fold. And the way these two teams are constructed, I just don't see that happening because it's a beautiful matchup, right? It's what it's what we all want to have answered. How does good pitching do against good offense? And so far, the Brewers have had that handled uh, against the Reds. And tonight, they couldn't solve the Braves' good offense. No, no, you're exactly right. And I, I think that it's so funny when you go through a season and, and it doesn't matter who's on, who's out there. And sometimes you just look, a, look like world beaters, right? It doesn't matter who comes to town. You feel like you match up against the great. And then, like, you flip the calendar one week and you're like, geez, how are we going to – what are we going to do to win a game today? So a baseball season is such a fickle thing. And, and sometimes you run into buzzsaws, like when the Oakland A's came to town and you think that, you know, it's just dire straits and the sky is falling. But then all of a sudden, then they win two out of three in Philly, and then they kind of dismantle the Reds. And so I, I think this team is um, is a little bit underrated. But, but the way they've been playing the last two, three weeks, so um, Dom, it's, it's definitely a much more fun product to watch. It's been a, a fun club, and you got to hope, and you got to imagine the front office is thinking that this, this is just maybe a piece or two away offensively, and they could be a serious threat for the pennant, not just for the division. Jeff Cirillo joining us here on Brewers Extra Innings all weekend long. Jeff, thanks for your time as always, and we'll chat more tomorrow. Will do. Look forward to talking to you. All right, that's Jeff Cirillo, former Brewer, right here on WTMJ. We're going to get to some highlights and correct counts a little bit later. We'll get a pick for who's hot up next. This is WTMJ. Welcome back to Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers fall by a final of 6-4 to four tonight. I'm Dom Catronio. We're with you for another 20 minutes or so here till the top of the hour. It's time for Who's Hot? It's brought to you by Cider Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Trust in your family's comfort all year long with Cider Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Their sale is extended, and you can get up to $1,000 off a Daikin furnace or an AC unit, and that goes through the end of the month. Financing's available, too, so schedule your appointment today at Cider.com. That's S-E-I-D-E-R. Cider.com. Cider, heating, plumbing, and electrical. Families helping families since 1912. What more is there to say about the bullpen right now? This has been some incredible, quite, I mean, albeit nasty stuff from the pen. And I just made the dumb meme on Twitter. If you can follow me on Twitter, at Dom underscore Catronio. You know the, wait, the, they're all the A bullpen? They always have been. I mean, J.C. Mejia and Bryce Wilson, right? When was the last time you thought of those guys in a leverage situation? But they kept the Brewers in this game, and especially important when Willie Adamas hit that two-run homer and got the Brewers suddenly engaged, a bloop and a blast, and this game was going to be tied. That was huge. And Bryce Wilson, three perfect innings, five strikeouts. J.C. Mejia, a perfect ninth inning with a strikeout. And uh, I double-checked. J.C. Mejia had never faced Ronald Acuna Jr. in the majors. In fact, this was his first game ever against the Braves. So I think I truly believe it was a sinker that got away from J.C. I'll ask him tomorrow. But I truly believe it was a sinker that got away from J.C. Mejia. The reactions were calm, cool, and collected. Now, if something else pops up, hang on now. But I, I truly believe that was accidental from uh, J.C. Mejia, a sinker that got away from him. But the Brewers, uh, you know, I, I don't... 
you know, I don't think they want to poke that bear that is uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. And uh, I'm going to give Mejia the benefit of the doubt, given that there is no history that we know of between those two competitors. But just a reminder, the, the, the bullpen since the Sunday before the All-Star break, it, it's bonkers. They have now gone 24 and two-thirds innings, zero runs, just eight hits, three walks, 39 strikeouts. That's an 0-4-5 whip. No one else in baseball has fewer than three earned runs allowed over their last uh, eight, seven games. The Dodgers allowed three earned runs over the last 26 innings. The Brewers have allowed zero runs over the last 24 and two-thirds. Also, 39 strikeouts and only three walks. I think the three walks, I've said it a few times now, is the real story of all of this, of how uh, effective they have been at making sure they limit base runners. The bullpen's ridiculous right now, and also... Don't lose sight of the fact that with Abner Uribe pitching on Thursday and you know Wilson and Mejia pitching today, the A bullpen has had back-to-back days off for like the first time in three weeks, it feels like, where none of the big three were used in back-to-back days. The last time the Brewers won a game without using Piomps, Piguero, or Williams was Game 1 in Cleveland in June. Remember the two-homer Willie Adamas game when the Brewers won 7-1. to uh, I think they would not mind getting in the game tomorrow, but this little breather is certainly helpful for them to keep them sharp and effective down the stretch here. That's our pick for Who's Hot right now. Uh, we're going to change things up a little bit, play a few highlights coming up next, and then uh, Craig Council a little bit later on as well. Stay with us. Brewers Extra Innings. To Brewers Extra Innings. Welcome back. I'm Dom Catronio. We're going to get to Craig Council here in a moment. Rather, I said highlights, but technical difficulties here for a moment on my end. But we'll get to Council here uh, in just a moment. And to the texter that was... I mean, he only, this texter, whoever you are, you only text me negative stuff. But the, the, I'm not even going to repeat what you texted in here about Craig Council handling pitching. Dude, I, 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 I'm sorry not to criticize and be negative to you, but have you not been paying attention the last three weeks saying Craig Council doesn't know how to handle a pitching staff? What are, what are you watching, man? What? Freddie didn't wasn't effective tonight. That's not on Craig Council. He got five innings, and that was huge. It saved the bullpen. Price Wilson, phenomenal. Chasey Mejia, phenomenal. Because Freddie gives up two home runs, like that that make that's on Council. That's not on Council. Come on, man. You're better than that. I know that. So I, I'm I'm kind of mad that I'm even giving this attention. But y'all need to realize, listening on this show, I don't read some of the texts that come in or some of the tweets that come in because sometimes. I just don't want to talk down. I don't want to be that guy that's like bringing it to lecture hall, you know, this baseball managing one-on-one classes in session. And tonight was not a Craig Council bad game. My one question for Council would be the Rymel Tapia pinch hit over Joey Weimer. But that's neither here nor there because, I mean, if Tapia gets a knock, nobody says a word. But he rolls into a double play and everyone was a little worried about that, but I was a little surprised that Weimer got pulled, but Weimer's been cold as of late. And uh, I can get going to the lefty-righty split, but that would have been my only question about tonight's game. But uh, while we have a moment, let's go ahead and hear from the manager as the Brewers fall 6-4 to tonight. Here's what Craig Cancel had to say about it. Great at-bats. 
you know, they gave them, gave ourselves a chance, and Perk had a, just a heck of a bat, missed a ball by, you know, probably four or five feet. Um, but, you know, those are at-bats that it's great to see, man. It's great to see, and tough at-bats against a good pitcher, and it was good to see. What did you think of Freddie? Yeah, I mean, I thought, really, I mean, the, the two home runs hurt him, and he just got kind of boxed in in both both you know at bats really you know he he got ahead of Arcia and and then he just he missed his own by a bunch on on um you know with with a couple sliders and then went fastball and then Riley got fell behind with a couple sliders and then went fastball and 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 just didn't throw him in great places and that's four runs um so you know that that was the difference really the walks before the homers too Craig like that's been kind of a story for Freddie's, like the multi-run homers. And yeah. Know how that can bite him. Is that true, especially against this team? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's this is a really good offensive team. Um, you know, limiting damage is you can do that by limiting walks for sure. But but you're you're pitching careful to some of these guys too, and so yeah, certainly the walks hurt. Um, you know, I thought you know the, just the sequence, of, not the sequence, but just. The fact that he got behind or or let in Arcia's case let him back into the count probably hurt just as bad. Bryce Wilson, another three scoreless, five keys. What can you just say about his reliability to be able to come in there and just keep the game where it was at? Yeah, I mean, you know, Bryce has done that all year. Um, he, he's you know been a guy that he helps other guys down in the bullpen by an outing like that um he gave us a chance gave us a couple of innings to to put the tying run on base um put the put the get put the winning run up at the plate so a really nice job by bryce um and then a nice job by jc as well offensively to get those early runs it just seems the last few weeks it's been yelly and uh william at the top there, just kind of getting things going i know it quieted down a little bit in the latter stages of the game but you know just early yeah I mean we we came out of the game really good um yeah they've done that I think that's maybe three times when they kind of started the game off with with hit hit so it's um you know they're they're both swinging the bat really well and both dangerous really dangerous right now bullpen hasn't given up a run over the last 24 and two-thirds I believe it is would just what can you say about that? I mean, just... Well, they're they're pitching great. Uh, there's no question about it. I mean, that's that's I think probably since the All Star break, or maybe it's since before the All Star break. Um, they're pitching great. I mean, you pitch like that, where you're gonna we're gonna win games. So that's that's obviously a that's a big number. Um, and we're gonna give some runs down there, but we got a lot of guys throwing the ball well. The Brewers. Fall on this one. Great stuff from the bullpen once again, though, as the crew will try to get back on track tomorrow. Highlights coming up next on WTMJ. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Dominic Catronio. It started fast for the crew in the bottom of the first inning, opening up a series with the Braves. Lead-off double from Christian Yelich, and on the very next pitch, William Contreras against his old team. Soroka ready and deals. Hit in the air to center and deep. Way back. Get up. Get off the wall and will. Yelich is going to score. Contreras will hold at second on a crushing double. 400 feet away in dead center. And the Bruce. 
a 1-0 lead with nobody out. Bob Euchre's call here on WTMJ. Jesse Winker would add an RBI single as well. Brewers leading 2-0 after one, but the Braves would respond in the second. Three runs would come across thanks to a sack fly from Ozuna and a two-run homer from former Brewer Orlando Arcia. They would add another two-run homer in the third inning from Austin Riley and then a productive RBI ground out in the fifth to end Freddie's day. He allowed six earned runs in just five innings. However, the Brewers showed some fight in the sixth inning. Willie Adamas at the plate. Swing the fly ball, left center and deep. Warren Frack, get up, get out of here, go on! Willie Adamas just hit number 17 on the air. That made it a two-run game, 6-4, to four, but it wasn't meant to be. The Brewers would get two men on in the ninth inning with two outs in an 11-pitch battle with Blake Perkins and the closer Kirby Yates, and Kirby Yates dropped a slider on the final pitch of the at-bat to get him looking and end the game 6-4. We'll wrap up the program after this. Brewers fall by that 6-4 final. Game 2, tomorrow at 6 on WTMJ. Coming, Welcome back to Brewers Extra Innings. All right, let's get you the upcoming schedule here in the final minutes of the program. Tomorrow it is a 6-10, uh, 6-15 first pitch, I beg your pardon, because Big Fox is in town. It's a national exclusive on television tomorrow, but don't worry. Bob and Jeff have you covered right here on WTMJ. Uh, so it is going to be Adam Amin and Tom Verducci on the call on Fox, but we've got Bob Euchre and Jeff Levering. So, you know, mute your TV, turn us on, and have some fun. Uh, and then we still got you for Brewers extra innings after the game as well. As for uh, pregame coverage, I've got Brewers warm-up at 5 o'clock tomorrow. So we'll chat with you then to get you set for Game 2 of this contest. Then on Sunday, got Brewers warm-up again at 12 o'clock, and the first pitch is scheduled for 1-10 as uh, the Brewers will finish up this series with Atlanta. Some news from the Braves' perspective as they will be calling up a Major League debut tomorrow. Alan Winans he is a right-hander, so exhale, Right-hander, 27 years old. He'll be 28 in two weeks' time. He's in Triple A Gwinnett right now. He's pitching well. Shocker. He is a 7-3, 2.81 ERA in 18 games. 13 of them have been starts. 89 strikeouts in 102 innings. Hasn't allowed many hits, just 78 hits there in Triple A this season. So he's been very effective for them. He was uh, originally a Yankees prospect drafted or excuse me not a Yankees prospect but a Mets prospect and drafted in the 17th round at a Campbell University so out of uh, the Campbell Camels in Bowie's Creek North Carolina I have been there and it is a a small small college and they've been uh, a heck of a baseball program the last few seasons so Alan Winans will get the start for the Braves rookie right-hander big league debut going up against Adrian Hauser, who is 3-2 and two with 3.79 ERA when he's effective. Man, he has been darn good. See what he can do tomorrow against this high-flying Braves offense. Then we'll finish things up Sunday. Bryce Elder will get the ball against the former Brave, Julio Tehran. Elder this season has been good and bad. He struggled as of late. He's 7-2, and two, a 3-3-1 ERA. But uh, in his last game against the Diamondbacks, 
he only pitched two and two-thirds innings, gave up seven hits, five earned runs. So only into the fourth as well against Tampa Bay two weeks ago on July 9th. So that's what's coming up ahead here for the Brew Crew. Again, we'll be on the air tomorrow at 5 o'clock for Brewers warm-up, and I'll be chatting with you then, getting you set for this game. we got a fun story coming from Andrew Monasterio. Talk to him a little bit. His name, you know, Andrew spelt the same as Andrew Jones. A certain Brave, is there a connection there? It's a good story, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the game at hand and uh, what the Brewers have got going on as well. My thanks to Jeff Cirillo for joining us here. He'll be with us again tomorrow, and my thanks to our producer, Matt Sossler. My name is Dominic Catronio. Brewers fall 6-4. to Back tomorrow. Until then, keep on swinging.